I'm Terry Taylor, and this is the Interior Design Business Academy podcast. As an interior designer, you may be thinking, I love what I do, but I am so overworked and underpaid. Let me tell you, I've been there too. I spent many years learning from my own mistakes and developing proven strategies and systems to make interior design a profitable career while keeping it fun and creative. So now I'm here to help you get paid what you're worth. If you're ready for some straight talk about how design business really works and you're ready to break through old belief systems that are holding you back and shift into beliefs that support your goals and bring lasting success, you are in the right place. When I'm talking to designers about their business, one of the questions I always ask is, what do you really want? Where are you going? What are you, what are you after? Because everybody's different, of course. Everybody has a different idea of what they'd like their businesses to be. And that's terrific. That would make my job so interesting. But there's a lot of common ground in there. Often the, the answer I get from a designer is that I want great clients who are, who are kind people right? Who make decisions quickly, who have the financial means to actually do what they want to do. That's cool. And along with them go those jobs, big jobs, big full gut remodels down to the studs kind of things, new builds, things where you could be part of a project from beginning to end to just create the whole thing. Uh, you know, that's always been my thing. That's what I enjoy working with teams and, and developing the whole thing. And, you know, that's it's terrific, right? That's what you'd like to do. So I'll go, great. That's a great goal. What are you doing for marketing? Since marketing is the key to getting those clients and those jobs, right? You know, you got to get that part down. And the answer I get when I say, what are you doing for marketing is, oh, I don't have time for that. Really? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So, you know, you can see the the dilemma here, you know, if you don't have time or the money, or maybe it's just pushback, you know, maybe it's just pushback. In, In that one, I know that designers are worried often about being pushy or salesy or sleazy, that kind of thing. And we would never, ever want to do that right? Never, ever. But there's a lot of marketing that comes from the heart that's straight out. And one of the worst places you can be as a designer is to be an incredible talent with the ability to help people in a big way. And nobody knows you're there. You're the best kept secret in town. That's not fun. Okay. So, you know, marketing is a necessity and, and, um, we are, we do some work in, in the psychological piece of getting through that, getting those blocks out of the way so you can do that. But the one I want to talk about today is time. Oh, I don't have time for that. All right. I'm going to say, well, why don't you have time for that? If you don't have the clients you want, you know, and they're not paying off, what are you doing? What are you doing? Okay. You know, you're busy giving up your life to people who are taking advantage of you, essentially. Right. Um, people who don't pay well, people who shop you on the internet, people, you know, people where there's never enough. You've never done enough. The job never ends. So you, you get this, all this needy, weird stuff going because we're not marketing to an ideal client because we haven't taken the time to figure out what that is, who that is and how it is that you would reach them. Okay. So, so realize that, that sometimes in this, well, I don't have time. Well, yeah, you're really busy and, and work will fill any amount of time you give it. So, you know, we know that's a, that's a given there. But on, you know, on the other side, if you don't take the time to do the piece of work that you need to do to get the marketing in place, to get the clients you want, then you're stuck. 
you're just stuck there on the proverbial hamster exercise wheel going around and around, working harder and harder, thinking that, oh, if I just did more, I gave more, I worked harder, worked more hours, this was all pan out and it'll all work. Well, it doesn't. That's not it. Okay. What's happened there is you're stuck and you're stuck often because of this idea of I don't have time to do what I need to do to make this business work. Here's another one. When I say, what do you really want in your business? Hey, I want, I want 150 or $200,000 paycheck. Cool. Yeah. We can do that. You should. You really should for the amount of work you're doing and what you do for people, right? Not, not a problem. So you need to learn the sales system. You need to learn how to do paid first appointments, get a budget in 20 minutes or less, quote a fee out of that standing there, ask for the check, get the check in hand, go home and write the letter of agreement, <laughs> send it back through, you know, put nice boundaries in the letter of agreement and really clear deliverables about what you're going to give them and when it'll happen and how it'll happen and all those things. And create a time budget for your fee so that you have a schedule of when you're going to meet with this client and they have an expectation of how this is going to work and how it's going to happen. When you do that, your numbers go up exponentially. Your paycheck gets really big, okay? But you got to take the time to do it. So what's the, how can you not have time? Because you have too many high-paying clients. You're making too much money to pause. What gives? <laughs> That's not, you know, it, 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 there's like an oxymoron going on here. This is not, you know, I don't, I don't have what I want, but I don't have time to go get it. Well, choose. All right. Gonna have to make a choice here. Right. And it has to do with looking about how you choose to spend your time. There is enough time. There really is. There's actually more than enough time, but it has a lot to do with your attitude about it and what you're allowing into your life in terms of time. Okay. So here's another. Oh, Terry, you know, I want to leverage my business. I need systems and a team. You know, I got a ton of clients. We're busy, busy. I'm up to my ears. I got a couple of helpers. I have to tell them what to do every day. Nobody, nobody just does things. Um, I'm pulling out my hair trying to get this stuff done. All right. So yeah, we could, we could fix that. You know, systems and team for sure. For sure. Likely you need three or four hours a week to work on it. Okay. And the first reaction is, well, I don't have time for that. Well, if you don't have time for that, you're stuck where you are forever. So make a choice, make a choice. Start looking at what's happening, okay? Because, you know, in three or four hours a week, we can get into your head, okay? Uh, you can get into your head. <laughs> it's, a, it's a funny expression. What I'm trying to say is that you have a system in your head for producing jobs, but it's buried deep in your head because you've done it so many times and so long, it doesn't feel like a system. It's just stuff that you do, okay? And what we have to do is extract that out, right? And get that onto paper, file, however we're going to do that. Sticky notes work too. (laughs) Get that piece on there so that your team can see what the flow of the job is. And then you could have team members write how they do all those little pieces. All right. So building systems is not something you have to do all by yourself. All right. It's something that you utilize your, the, the people that you've got so far to, to do. Um, and get that piece in place so that you work systematically and quickly through jobs and you don't have to do everything and people aren't asking you questions about what to do all the time. They actually could pick up a job and keep going. Uh, we have a really good system for that 
here at IDBA that I used in my studio. It was how I managed to start this company when I was running the studio at the same time. Okay. I did just the front end of jobs. I did the connection with the client, the excitement, the concept, um, usually the first run at a space plan, bit of color scheme. And then I turned it over to my team. I sold the job to the client. The team built it. And then when the team had it all built, I presented the job and collected the check. And then I gave it back. Right. And, and my team produced all the purchase orders, gave everything in the warehouse, got everything set up, got the installation going. And I showed up at the installed and tweaked things and blessed it. Okay. That's, that's what this is about. Because what that did was put me in a space where I was using my very highest use time, very most highly paid time, put it that way. Okay. You don't get highly paid for looking up prices or putting together spreadsheets or, 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 or vision board or board, you know, vision boards or concept boards, that kind of thing. It, it's, 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 um, it's being the, the leader. Right. Being able to lead the team. But in order to do that, you've got to develop this, this piece underneath you that, that will, that will get you there. Okay. The, how do you do this part? So, but, but if you react to that, that time it takes to do that with, Oh, I don't have time for that. I can't take time away from my business. I can't do that. Well, I, I have to tell you that sometimes you have to take a step back. Sometimes you have to just, pause and go, you know what? I've got to get this stuff straightened out before I get back in this again, or I'm just going to get buried. And you know, if you get too buried with clients and can't produce on time and can't get things done, you ruin your reputation. So we don't want to go there. (laughs) We want to build out the team so that this flows really nicely and that you can have a life, right? But you got to take the time to do it. Okay. You have to take the time out from working on the jobs, being an employee of the business, essentially working on jobs. Okay. That's one part. But the other part is the business owner. That's totally different. Business owner doesn't do those jobs. The business owner's doing things that help build the business. Okay. And, and if you can't back off the time to do that, well, you are stuck because nobody can come in and do it for you. Okay. <laughs> you know, it isn't something that you buy and insert. Okay. It's something you have to develop yourself and pays, it pays off big time. The thing that, that many designers don't understand is that, okay, if I'm working on the, the project, I'm making $200 an hour. Quite frankly, your marketing business building time is well worth a thousand dollars an hour. Okay. You need to look at it that way so that you pr- preserve that piece and, and, you know, and pay attention to it. You know, Lately, it feels like there's a time starvation epidemic going on where nobody has time for anything. They're just going as fast as they possibly can. I think that in some ways, it's become almost an emblem of of pride with American women that they're so busy, so so busy that they're just trashed, kind of a self-worth piece when that's not it. All right. That's not it. It's just destroying your, destroying your health, destroying your energy, that sort of thing. All right. So, so let's get out of the time starvation and take a look at this because everybody's running around. Oh, I don't have time for that. I don't have time for that. Well, well, you get to choose what you have time for. And when you back up and look at time as an entity, which we do here at IDBA as well, one, one of our training sessions and a big one of our training sessions is about time and about you know, what are you doing with your time and how are you, are you using it efficiently? And do you have the things that you need in your schedule? Okay. It's not just about clients and it's not just about building the business. All of this has to put in there. 
And when it's not time that's short or not enough, it's, it's really about your decision about it. There, there's enough time. There is. And when you start looking at time as in abundance versus time scarcity, and we, you know, we talk a lot about that here at IDBA. We do a lot of, a lot of work with mindset and energy and, and that sort of thing. And, and, <laughs> you know, what you focus on grows, one of the basic universal laws. So if you focus on the business, it's going to grow, but you have to take the time out to do it. So, you know, the bigger piece for this, the bigger piece is starting to look at yourself separate from the business. You know, at the moment, you're in a place where you're the design star with some helpers, and you've bought yourself a big job, okay? You've started with a little job, now you have a big job, okay? It's not a business, not a business yet. You are a star, a design star with helpers, okay? And it's exhausting. Um, I know, I've been there, and I know what that is, okay? But when you separate yourself from from that and you say, okay, I have a business. And, and one way of, of doing that is, is make sure you have an LLC or an S Corp or something like that for your business. So you have a business and you are an employee of the business when you're working on a job. Okay. You are an, you are working in employee capacity. Okay. And then when you're working on things like marketing and systems and teams and hiring and that sort of thing, you got your business owner's hat on. Okay. So you want to have a big separation in in your head and in your business between working on jobs and working on the business, okay? One's an employee, one's an owner, okay? So with that in place, you need to know that you need a few hours of working on the business that's absolutely consistent and planned in order to create growth, okay? Because you're focusing on it, all of those things. You know, the owner of the business works on doing things in the business that causes growth, okay? The the employee of the business works on jobs for the clients that, that produce income and produce the product that we sell, right? Two totally different things, okay? And until we figure out that it's incredibly important to carve out two or three hours a week that will not change no matter what, because this is when I work on the business. And when I mean change no matter what, I mean, it doesn't matter if the client calls with a perceived emergency, which probably isn't, as you know, or the the contractor calls because he's in a tizzy over something. It doesn't have to be in your time. It can happen later. You can define this as your time of what you're going to do. And what happens is it causes great growth in your business. Just this mindset shift, we're going to do this, right, for this small, committed time allocation, okay? You could build that business that you dream of, really. I mean, it's 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 really key in this. This is kind of a funny thing to be talking about, but it's been coming up lately a lot. <laughs> and so, you know, here it is. <laughs> Talk about it. The change of into being an owner of a business that grows starts right there, understanding that you will not get to the next level by hustling. Okay? Hustling's how you got here. I understand it. I did it. I know it. You know, it's good to know how to hustle. But the, the, the shift from where you are to a business, a real business with a platform underneath you that runs things so that you can be out in front doing your, your amazing work, highly paid work. That is a different piece. And you get that by a paradigm shift. Okay. It's not hustle that will get you there, but it's a shift in, in looking at what you're really doing. And it starts by putting on your business owner's hat. It starts on carrying, carrying out a couple hours a week, 
Okay. No matter what that are going to be your business hours and you have a plan so that you know what you're going to do in those hours that you have separated out. You know, you could, you could block in what you're going to do for those hours for the next three months. Okay. We need to be that clear about it because when you do that and you know what those things are that you're going to do in those spaces, your business grows. It has to. Okay. Because you've got the focus on it. You're making it happen. Right. So those hours you put aside pay off big time. Now, sometimes designers worry about, about having to back off business or, or postpone jobs a little bit so they can have this, this space to do this, that they're going to lose money. You need to know that, you know, if you're making $200 an hour working in that job, you know, and you set it up right, you are, but the time you work on your business is a thousand dollars an hour or even more. Okay. So you want to look at it from that standpoint so that you can do that. Okay. And you might want to talk to us about it because we can help you get there. All right. (laughs) Until next time, design something beautiful and get paid what you're worth. Bye. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of Interior Design Business Podcast. If you love what you're learning, head over to interiordesignbusinessacademy.com and book a clarity call. This is the perfect way to chat with one of our coaches about where you are in your business and what your next best step needs to be to make your design business profitable and enjoyable. As always, you can head over to interiordesignbusinessacademy.com to check out the links and resources from this episode. So until next week, design something beautiful and get paid what you're worth.